I've been dancing for about 10 to 12 years and um, it's an Indian classical dance that I've been learning. It's part of my um, heritage and culture and I really enjoy doing it. I like to share it with people and uh, make them understand like it's a part of who I am. That's Sweeta Rajaram from my interview with her from last year's Teen Impact Awards. Suida, who is 18 and from Michigan and living with hemophilia, received the award for arts and athletics for her talents, including Indian classical dance. Since receiving the award, Suida has moved on to college. But behind every successful teen is someone who is rooting for their success. And for Suida, that's her mother, Gayathri Rajaram. Welcome to another episode celebrating Bleeding Disorders Awareness Month. I'm your host for today, Drama Del Rosario, and you're listening to the Bloodstream Podcast. I am a documentary filmmaker. I've tackled family relationships in the documentary films that I make, and I'm also the lead video producer for Believe. Um, I've had the pleasure of working on Stop the Bleeding, the Let's Talk mental health documentary, and one of my personal favorites, the Teen Impact Awards. For today's episode, I want to talk about caretakers and having someone in your life who has a bleeding disorder and how being in proximity with someone who's going through something like that affects your own well-being. So with me today is Gayatri Rajaram. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to interview her for the longest time. She is a software engineer and the mother of Swida Rajaram, one of our recipients for the Teen Impact Awards. So hi, Gayatri. Thank you for coming here today. Hi, Jama. Thank you so much for giving this opportunity to speak with you. Yeah, I've been wanting to interview you for the longest time just because... Your story and Sweden's story just really stood out for me when I was talking to you guys at last year's Teen Impact Awards. I want to ask you first, how did you find out about Sweden's hemophilia and what was your reaction at that time? So um, it would be like when Sweda was like five years old, uh, she, you know, she was like a normal child. There is, we didn't know about this hemophilia at all. That's a very new word for me when I keep hearing that hemophilia. But um, I was thinking like, uh, so it was like, um, I think one day or a couple of days in a row, she started having um, bruises in her body. You know, when bruises comes around, maybe she'll be having it in her hand or in the thighs or in the, or in some parts of the body that it shouldn't be there. So it will be like, you know, those kinds of bruises keeps coming up often. We thought initially that, oh, you know, somebody will got hit in a chair or she was, she fall down from the cycle or something like that. So I was initially thinking those are all the bruises that she might have got it from. But at the, at, when things goes around, like at, in, a, in a month or so, I found out that she's bruising a lot. So when we talked about to our pediatrician, she came to know that, oh, she's getting bruises. Okay. So I just called her next time. I told her she's getting more bruises. She said, then I was thinking in my mind because I could not have a proof of showing her what a bruise looks like. So this time I took up many pictures of the bruises and then I kept it handy. So I got a doctor appointment to my pediatrician and then she saw those bruises and she said like, maybe we should check her blood and see how things going on with her. That's where we started with the blood test and then and then she referred black to our a pediatric bleeding disorder, um, Dr. Kulkarni. 
she's amazing and she's i call her as an angel because she's my angel for my daughter's life so dr kulkarni from msu michigan state university roshni kulkarni she's amazing doctor she's a god sent angel for us and she's the one who she took care of sweda she more than me telling her that i am the caretaker she is the caretaker for her and definitely she adds more value so um so she is the one who helped us to find out what the what the blood issues are what are, what are the different types of where she has really issues i think initially we had a factor 7 deficiency and then i think now we are when ages goes around now she has more like a pool storage or it's called as the hemophilia yes and and like you said at that time you you know didn't really have that much knowledge about bleeding disorders and hemophilia so was it information overload for you at that time that your daughter is going to go through this yeah i i was almost crying because um they used to take uh, like tubes and tubes of blood for doing these kinds of tests because the blood should be given very like it should be like a fresh blood or like it should be given right from the lab from the they want to take the blood they need to test it in the lab immediately so i used to we used to drive to university of michigan ann arbor like around an hour or so from here because they do have a specific uh, i think test that we have to do so it's it's like a nightmare <laughs> Speaking of nightmares, um <laughs> what were, you know, the other struggles that you had to face as Sweda grew up? Uh you know, as girls because when these bleeding disorder comes up uh by God's grace we didn't had anything issues in a, like in a like in a daily basis. Like we are not able we are not transfusing any blood or anything that sort. So as for a bleeding disorder we used to go every yearly once we used to go to dr kulkarni for a year check and she takes up all our blood test and everything so so far so good nothing has been like a, a primary we are not taking any medications or anything but uh, we were aware of few limitations that swida has because as she grows around um, uh, maybe she might have been bleeding so we are very cautious about how much she can bleed and we know that if the bleeding starts she cannot stop so i'll be watching her to not to go into or cut any to anything cutting or anything and then she is a swimmer too so we spoke to dr kulkarni so she has advised us not to jump into the board like the swim board or like any diving related activities because the because of the bleeding disorder issue so some of the limitations we did had but you know we came across this I think we found out in the age of 5 to 7 I believe now she's 18 so almost 11 to 12 years we are dealing with this we are we are now the part of hemophilia family <laughs> Yeah and that's one of the things that stood out for me when I spoke to Sweda last year is that you know it was hard but then you know you get used to it and these things get easier over time and that's why she's able to do things like swimming and indian classical dance so i want to get into indian classical dance because sure. i find that so fascinating how did sweda get involved with that dance is a part like indian classical dance you know like all our indians or many of us like dance is part of our it's like you know it's an inbuilt skill that most of us everybody has i know you are also dancing a lot now with lots of <laughs> in my bedroom like when no one's looking <laughs> but not like professionally like her <laughs> like you know it's a natural gift that it has been given to 
but uh, we all have lots of passion with the indian classical dance so when she was around um, 4 i we put her in a dance school where she started learning the indian classical dance dance is a part of the integral part of our life like she has been danced in many community events school activities she was been teaching helping the dance uh, for uh, for doing lots of programs she has been choreographing the dance and she has been danced different types of dances like indian classical dance till and then she was been doing it in the michigan state university some programs for them so dance is all around one thing we learned about dance especially with the indian classical dance swetha was very much interested to learn about the different stages of the dance so she was been almost learning past um, i believe it's been like what 13 12 to 13 years wow so she has been undergone the toolage of um, mrs sandhya shriyatmukuri she is our uh, dance guru so she has been teaching swetha Uh, for almost like maybe like twelve to thirteen years right now, and uh, dance is like you know one thing I I liked about the Indian classical dance. It's not only the dance alone, but it also gives you the art form gives you the internal peace. You know, it's right. like more like a meditation. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like you sit and meditate. But these kinds of dance forms makes Veda to be focused, to be self disciplined. and also she is even though she has this bleeding disorder and i think this helped her to become more confident on her day to day activities and it helped her to more lot about like you know more because these things helped her to gain friendship confident and also not to be more uh, worried about the hemophilia because the, it has happened now it's it's a hereditary it's a part of the body right now she has hemophilia but nothing is going to stop her in moving forward on anything she needs Yeah and I find that so amazing because you know not only is she overcoming her bleeding disorder but she is carrying over a part of her heritage which you know as her mother I'm sure you're super proud of I'm very proud of her I'm so proud of her and I am so blessed to have wonderful people like our Dr Kulkarni you know as our uh, pediatric hemophilia bleeding disorder doctor and uh, dr artisha she is our pediatrician for almost 18 years and our dance teachers and our school teachers everybody supported her her swimming coach and her band especially a band master she plays um clarinet in the band so each and every one in her life supported her i just played my part and everybody supported us in throughout the things and i am very glad that uh, impacts teen impacts your team made us so much happy by giving us the award and helping us to be you know to go over this all these things well thank you and i'm so you know happy that sweeta is surrounded by you and so many supportive people in her life um just one last question before i end this up you know so you were mentioning to me sweeta since receiving the teen impact award has moved on to college so what is that like as a mother to have your baby going to college it's a mix of uh, um hybrid feelings or like you say different feelings and emotions we always want your baby to be babysitting or you know you always wanted to be under your shelter but you know they are now you are you are like a, i always say that you no know, you are you should be like a leader you should let them grow they have to explore their world they have to have their independency and more they go out and do whatever they wanted to do explore the world 
I'm very proud of her actually. I'm so proud of her that she went, she's exploring things that she liked to do and she's enjoying her life. And at the same time, she's trying to, uh, she's working right now as an intern um, to help do the COVID testing and screening. And uh, wow, she, yeah, so she is also part time doing her uh, as a lifeguarding which is amazing for her to do a lifeguarding for for the for um, athletic clubs so you know she's doing trying her best to keep her engaged even though hemophilia she has bleeding disorder she has but nothing as i said stopping her to move forward and this is all the blessings of you know all the people who she's surrounded by Yes, we're so excited um, for Sweda and to see where she's going to go over the coming years. And thank you, Gayathri, for being with us. I'm so happy that I finally got to sit down with you because you were just amazing to me. Thank you so much uh, for giving this wonderful opportunity to speak with you, Drama. You are amazing. <laughs> thank you. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Gayathri Rajaram, for being with us today. And thank you to the Bloodstream team for your work in this amazing series. Thank you all for listening. And thank you to Takeda for being the presenting sponsor for the Bloodstream podcast. Check out bleedingdisorders.com to learn more. Thanks for tuning in. It's in the Genes is a five-episode audio journey that will reveal the complexity and mystery of gene therapy research. Explore with us the history behind gene therapy, research initiatives, investigational challenges, ethical debates, and how they account for safety as we speak to the field's brightest and most innovative thinkers. We'll get a glimpse behind the scenes of what is taking place to bring this innovative science to life. From the leading researchers who were there, like Dr. Theodore Friedman and Dr. Richard Somolsky. A must-listen for all curious about gene therapy research. It's in the genes is available on bloodstreammedia.com and wherever you get your podcasts.